0: The way you look at things, the things you look at change. What exists, reality itself, is gorgeous. It is the plenum, the fullness of total joy. The universe is a celebration. It's a fireworks show to celebrate that existence is. Why wow, are we? For those of us seeking a life of meaning and purpose, capturing fulfillment in every moment of now. Seeking the truth of our reality so we can live this life to its fullest. This yeah, 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 yeah. is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Ian Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every day. Are you living, Part killing time? What's going on everybody this episode is going to be speaking to the people pleasers out there you know the ones who are are living a service to others kind of life rather than any service to self kind of modality you know and spiritually that tells us it is the higher path uh you know specifically that comes from concepts from material like the the law of one material the raw material Um, And if you're not familiar with those things, that's a huge rabbit hole. I'm not going to dive down in this episode. We'll definitely dive into that in a future episode. But, um, you know, it definitely has sort of a righteousness to it for sure. That service to others rather than a service to self. You have that, that great modality where you're going down the road of serving people in the world rather than being selfish and serving yourself. Um, but like everything else in the universe, like everything else in our lives, it needs to be in balance. And right now in today's episode, I want to specifically talk to those people who have too much of a balance in their service to others versus their service to self, giving things back to themselves in their lives to find their own life enjoyment. Um, you know, and specifically, I want to talk to the people who are constantly finding their value in what other people think of them and What they get their worth from, you know, they get their worth from doing so much for the world and doing things for other people and get their worth out of what those people think of them and how much those people appreciate what they're doing and seeking their praise and approval because that can in itself lead to unhealthy places. And if you're one of those people, this one's for you. And if you are one of those people, I want to say this directly to you right now. I want to say stop. I want you to stop all of that service right now. I want you to stop all of that doing right now until we dig down a little bit. I want you to uncover what all of those pitfalls are in that modality of thinking, that service to others type of life, and the things that you'll inevitably come across when you dedicate yourselves to a service to others kind of life, and that's it, and you let that service to others tip the scales too far. In the direction of all of your motivation in life, the goal in our life should be striving for balance in everything. You know, we have to have the balance of polarities like the yin and yang, like so much of the hermetic principles, so much of the principles of the laws of the universe talk about all the time. It's all based on polarity. It's all based on balance. And It's really one of the main themes of The Chameleon as well. I'm diving deep into that one myself. I actually have it right here. We're packing up, leaving for vacation, and I'm bringing that along with me because I bought it on my last trip, and it's an amazing book, and it's really helped me find exactly where I am lacking in certain things and how to get back to those things, and that's what I want to do. That's my motivation in this because that's helped uncover a whole pile of stuff that I didn't actually realize I was going through, but it is an inevitable circumstance of the type of service to others lifestyle that we can get. You know, and while both the service to self and the service to others independently have their place in this world, sometimes it's very easy to swing too far in either direction, and it can become a drastic imbalance in your life. And leaning very heavily on the service to others like I've done recently, um, I want you to, to stop really. If you're one of those people, I want you to stop and think of one of the biggest things that you do in your life to serve others right now. And I want you to ask yourself, why am I doing that? Why am I doing this service for others? What is the reason why I'm doing it? Who am I doing it for? What is my why? Why am I doing this for them? Because even if for those of us who live a service to others type of lifestyle, you need to figure out why you're doing those things because if you're doing it for all the wrong reasons and you let it drag yourself into a drastic imbalance it's extremely easy to keep on letting it go in that direction the motivation will keep on going that way and it's going to drag you so far away from what your life enjoyment is and your life's priorities could and should be that you're going to you're very easily going to lose touch with your own wants and needs and then you're going to sort of start to resent the others that you're doing it for because you've lost yourself in the process. You know. and basically we lose touch with what our own goals are as well. We basically let other people set the goals for us. We let our own selves get eroded away in that process because we're so focused on the other people and the goals that we feel like we have to set for them that we lose everything about us. We let that, us and that motivation to bring the happiness into our own lives of the things that's genuinely going to make us happy, we let it get eroded away, you know, and it surrounds us like like a, like a sandstorm, really. We become so preoccupied with what everybody else wants and what everybody else needs that we forget what it is that we want and need. We lose ourselves, we lose our dreams, we lose our aspirations and the things that we want for the sake of other people. And the things that other people could do for us to help us out in the desires for our life, we aren't even focused on that. We don't even reach out to those people because we are so busy giving that we're never in a state of receiving. We let those little grains of sand of that sandstorm of the world erode away our truest self and who we are deep down because we've moved so far away from it. We don't even know who we are anymore because we're so busy serving others. That place where our passions lie um our dreams lie all those things that ultimately when we get to those places in accomplishing our own goals we never find it we can't even dream of it because we're so busy being somewhere else we lose basically the true core of our being we essentially lose who we are we come lost in the priorities of others we we ultimately wrap ourselves up so much in what they might feel about us if we fail to serve them in a certain way. And what we think is their expectations, what their expectations might really be, that we end up devoid of the fire and passion of everything that we need to propel us in so many different directions of our life, the things that we truly desire. And I'm, I'm talking about the changes that we actually want as well in the midst of all this. That's the thing I guess I had to find out the most of in this lesson. Of course, you guys know that things... I talk about things in the podcast that are usually bubbling up for me. So this is something that I think has gone really far between the podcast, my political stuff, doing things for my family that it's bubbled up as a huge priority in my life because I had a bit of discontent. So you can tell I'm kind of, I'm a little bit angsty and fired up about this one just because it's something I've moved through during this time period. This is basically the summer of 2023. Uh, I've moved through in that and that's why I'm motivated to get it to other people because... I have like a lot of people in my circle who are really in that service to others and a lot of the people who have connected with me through the podcast who seek my advice on certain things they're very much wanting to help the world in in find purpose in serving others and I'm here to say like that's a great and noble concept and it's a great righteous place to be But we got to make sure we don't lose ourselves in the process. We need to stay in touch with all the things that are going to bring us genuine happiness and life satisfaction and well, and as well. And that's the stuff that we want, that's the stuff that we need. It's so common for us to forget who we are in this entire process of serving others and wanting to get out there and do things for the world. That uh, I want to make sure you slow things down and you balance things out and you make sure that you stay aware of where you are in the entire process so you don't go too far out of balance. You know, and as again, like I said, I'm uh, I'm here as someone who has lost themselves in the process many, many times. And it's kind of disappointing sometimes when you go through the same lessons over and over. But that's the reason why you go through those lessons over and over. You know, you go through a lesson and then life throws you a test at some point down the road to see if you actually learn the lesson, just like you would in school, college or anything. And if you don't pass the test, you're going to have to take the test again, you know, and you may have to take the test many times over. And here I am doing the same thing, ending up in the same result. I didn't. I guess I got a better grade this time around than I did in the last few times. But uh, yeah, ultimately, we need to go through these tests over and over with, and um, try and make sure that if we do have those backslides, they're a little less than they were the time before. And I'm here to help you on the backside of my backslide to let you all know that uh, you need to know your worth. You need to know exactly what you're worth, and never lose that. And that's where we're going to jump off in today's episode but before we do i want to read a review that came in actually a while back um i've got a new uh a new uh, resource for myself to get uh all of my reviews in front of me these guys are not actually a sponsor or anything but i just came across this amazing platform card called Chartable. so for anybody who's a podcaster out there Check out Chartable. Um, it gives you all sorts of stats where your company, your your podcast might be charting in as far as countries go. And it's going to put all your reviews in one place. So great thing. If you're a podcaster, an aspiring podcaster, don't lose that name. It's Chartable. Um, this review happened to come in through Apple Podcasts. And this one comes to us calling, uh, someone calling themselves Mentor SC. So it says, so real, so encouraging. That's the title of it. The uh, the review actually says, the five-star review, and it says, this is so encouraging, really loved it, had to listen twice, highly recommended. So thank you so much, Mentor SC. We really appreciate the review. And if you'd like to leave us a rating and review as well, please do so on whatever platform you're listening on. If you happen to be on uh, Apple Podcasts, it's the place where people leave the most reviews and it's where a majority of our listeners come from. But if you shoot me an email, even if you're not somewhere where you can leave a review, if you're watching this on uh, BNC TV or whatever place you're watching it on, it's not really a place to leave a review. If you drop a comment, I'll see it. If you shoot me an email, you can send it to connect at livethislife.org, and I will be able to read that uh, that comment, that review, whatever you want to give me for feedback on the show to tell us what we've meant to you and how it's impacted yourself. Um, but also, either way, uh, some of the best ways that you can help us and share the show is by leaving those ratings and reviews and sharing the show with family and friends. Um, but dropping those comments and doing whatever you can will get us out there in front of more people because they see those reviews when they 're shopping around over the uh, through the sea of three million podcasts out there and it will turn people's attention towards us if they might see your amazing comments and reviews and ways that this has helped you out so get us out there in front of the more people uh in their hearts and minds and it will open us up to all sorts of opportunities so we appreciate all of that because it's it's you guys that have gotten us where we are now so please keep it up this podcast is sponsored by better as many of you know mental health is something that i take very seriously That's why I've chosen to partner the podcast with BetterHelp. Their licensed therapist can help you identify what areas of your life you're having difficulty with and help you ride the ups and downs of life. I've personally used BetterHelp, and I have to say, for somebody who's experienced with the process of seeing therapists, BetterHelp's resources are beyond amazing. You can choose from their network of over 30,000 licensed professionals to find one that you vibe with. Want a male, female, specific ethnicity, certain religious background, BetterHelp lets you narrow it down that specifically so you can find the perfect therapist for your care and you can easily change therapists at any time, which I have no intention of doing because my therapist, Bruce, is the man. I have amazing conversations with him. I leave our sessions not only feeling like I've taken a weight off my shoulders, but I leave the sessions with objectives to accomplish for the next appointment. You can choose video, audio, or chat sessions that all go right through the app, as well as journal entries that you can send right to your therapist so they know ahead of time what you might want to work on. They offer live webinars on a range of subjects, all of which adds to the toolbox for your mental well being. Jump on the solution that millions are turning to. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash live this life to get started and get 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com forward slash live this life. So I want to break through in this episode with one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite movies It's Rocky Balboa or like the sixth Rocky movie. I think it was, Um, but I'll play this one. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place and I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you wanna be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you you're better than that and that's what's bubbled up for me in my life you know it's bubbled up for me in the last few weeks especially uh because I've genuinely poured myself out into the world in the last few years you know I've poured myself out into my full-time job making the place that I'm at uh, a better place in any way that I possibly can for the limited amount of time that I'm going to be there in the next few years um you know I've I've Got some grand plans to move on and on to bigger ventures, but I know that I was put there for a reason and I need to do everything I can to make the place as good as I can. And I'm doing the same thing with my town to do everything I can in my my elected position to try and make things better in any way I possibly can in a genuine way. And, uh, you know, I'm trying the best to enhance my family's life as well beyond what I feel like I've seen out of most men uh, as a husband and a father. Um, I have to say there's there's been points where I feel uh, genuinely taken advantage of in, in one of those many aspects of my life that I've put a lot of dedication and effort towards things and I feel like it's just kind of been the expectation now and I know a lot of people who go into Uh, A a service to others type of thing that it's become the expectation when you start pouring yourself into the world. They just expect you to constantly pour into them. And especially for high achievers, you know, you're not just giving 80, 90, 100 percent. You're giving 110. You're giving far more than what anybody else is really expected to do and is probably even capable of doing and i feel like sometimes that then becomes the rule you know you're the person who gives the 110 all the time and now that's the expectation that's now where the bar is set and anything less than that people are going to basically be like what's going on what are you doing like this isn't your this isn't your normal effort teeth you know it's 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 good it's probably better than most people maybe that they would do in your position but it's not absolutely perfect it's not the highest level of stuff that you're usually used to putting out so Um, You know, that's what you're known for and why aren't you there and people start to take advantage of that. They kind of say like, why aren't you doing what you normally do? It's, It's usually perfect and you're doing so much stuff and where have you been? What have you been doing? And I've unplugged lately. I've I've not been around for some of my other ventures. I'm turning my attention more towards this podcast and my family. It's a, a couple of things that have been really neglected over the last few years. I know you guys have seen that I've not gotten episodes out, sometimes two, three weeks at a time. And again, it was a huge stretch when I was redoing the, uh, the studio and revamping everything this past year. But things go few and far between because I take on too much stuff. And I'm trying to learn from that lesson to back things off a little bit. And when I haven't been around, and I've backed off on some of those other things, I'm still putting in great amounts of attention and energy, but then this attitude comes from people, basically, you know, saying, "This isn't this is you. Where have you been? What are you doing?" It's it's become basically, uh, you know, expectation. And sometimes this can come from individuals. It can come collectively from a, a place, you know, that makes up the atmosphere. Everybody all put together kind of can create the same type of atmosphere. And I feel like it's been from individuals, it's been from people in certain atmospheres of places. And I've noticed that those individuals and some of those people who collectively make up the atmosphere of a place, they're the takers. They're the ones who don't really contribute much to the world themselves. I feel like the, uh, the people who have that criticism are often the ones who will take and take and take and not do anything for the world themselves. They don't. They don't stand up. They don't stand out. They wait for other people to do all the work, but they expect the work in return from all of the givers out there like you and me. And you know, in, in talking to other people who are in sort of the same headspace, the, the motivated people out there, the go-getters, the doers, they're the ones who are out there trying to make the world a genuinely better place. And I've found similar sentiments when I've tried to voice this in some some circles of friends and, and people who know what I'm talking about. They say, yeah, there are people out there who will just genuinely just take and take and take, and they will, they will take from your plate. They will take from uh, anything you're willing to give them, but they won't give anything back to the world. They don't even give back to themselves, which is the crazy part. You know, they'll take your free advice. They will um, do all sorts of stuff that they will benefit from other people and not have to spend a dime themselves. They won't have to put in any effort. They'll just constantly take, and then when that shifts, when they don't get out of other people what they're expecting, they then turn into critics. It's it's kind of a strange phenomenon. You know, it's the ones who contribute the least, who will criticize the most, and they criticize the people who will go the extra mile. They criticize the people who are willing to do the most, and it's, it's mind-boggling to me to the point where it starts to drag you down as well. Um, but I mean, there's not much that you can do about those people. You don't have the control over what other people think and what other people value, and that includes you. You don't have control over how much they value you. There may be nothing in this world that you could do to make those people value you more. You can't, in some cases, do more than what you're doing, and it's still not enough. And it's crazy because it's like, man, I didn't have to do any of it. You know, I didn't have to do any of the stuff that I have done over the years. To be the top in my field, to do X, Y, and Z—that's a head and uh, head and shoulders above what other people do. I didn't have to fucking do any of it, and there those people are being the critic. It just. Baffles my mind that it's something that just exists, and I'm gonna get off my negative rate here because I'm trying to make a point and and, you know bring everybody up to a higher level. But yeah, you can obviously tell there was some angst and stuff like that over some things that have happened lately. So you know I want to make sure this this isn't just a venting process, but I want to bring the value of what I've learned throughout this. But this is also kind of like my couch, so you know let me have this for a minute. Um, But. It can be discouraging, you know, and and I know that from experience of going through this several times and going through this just recently. It's right on the tip of my tongue. So it's very relevant for me. Um, But again, a lot of other people in this headspace. Um, But yeah, a matter of fact, it's a small minority, though. I have to make that very clear that uh, myself and other people have noticed that it's not a huge majority of people. It is a small minority of people who will act that way that will criticize that will keep on taking because a lot of people um, are out there and they're looking for help and they're looking for the people that are going to motivate them. They're looking for people that are going to help them drag them out of, of lower times. And those people are willing to learn. Those people are willing to get up, but some people want to do the work for them, you know, and that's the, the ones I often find that are the ones who are the, uh, are the takers and not the the go-getters and the doers like you and I. But you know, I guess if you stepped into that headspace, if you're one of those people who's out there trying to make change in the world, I can almost guarantee you're going to encounter these people if you haven't already. And I guess that's why I'm here. If you've already experienced them, then I'm commiserating with you a little bit on this one and letting you know that there's uh, there's some strategies, there's some things you can do to know your worth. There's some things you can do to, I guess, feel more appreciated because you're not letting that lie on outside circumstances and outside things. Um, and I, I'm here to, to, to let you know that I know how deflating as hell that can be. It will deflate the shit out of you if you let it, you know, people will sit there with their hand out, people who give nothing back and you'll come across some of them and, and their influence can tend to, uh, I guess sometimes way more heavily on you than the people who who are in the majority who aren't like that. You'll, you'll come across maybe out of a hundred people, you'll have 10 of them who sit there with their hands out and who will criticize and who who will do the things that I'm talking about. And it's just, it's unfortunate because of the 90 people that are great, those 10 will sort of like weigh heavily on your shoulders. And you'll, if you're like me sometimes focus on them a little bit too much. But again, we've talked about on this podcast many times that where your attention goes, energy flows. And if you let your attention lie on just those people, then it's where it's going to stay. So you got to make sure you focus and get yourself away from them. Um, People will often not know everything you have to contribute to them. They won't often see what your value is. These, These smaller majority of people, the minority of people, they may not see your value until your absence speaks louder than your presence. And that's a lesson I've learned lately. I've learned that they're... There comes times where sometimes you just need to show them what you're worth by not being there or withdrawing or letting them figure things out completely on their own in a place where you've been a full supportive type of person. And that's a real reality. And I I think that's one of the tools in the toolbox we can actually use. You know, when we hit those points where we're like, where the hell do I go from here? What else can I do? What can I do to possibly benefit these people? That's one of the things that I've learned is withdraw, pull out of the whole situation and let people figure out their own goddamn way to do it for a little while and see where that actually lands them and see if maybe that is enough to wake people up. You know, for some people, that is what it takes. It takes the absence of your presence to realize how amazing your presence truly is. So what can we do to to get out of this seemingly unavoidable place? How can we get away from the, the I guess, angst and turmoil that this ultimately can... Lead us into. How do we continue to be motivated to serve the world and keep pushing through in the face of the naysayers, the ungrateful, the unmotivated, the the lead anchors of this world? Well, let them sink, baby. You know you're like a sailboat. You you got to push along. You're gonna ride the highs and lows of, of your life. You're gonna ride the waves. And if you let enough of them hook onto you, they will undoubtedly drag you down and sink you. So my advice is cut them loose. Ultimately, let them let them let them sink. Sail away. Let them sink or swim you don't have to sail away far. You know, you can, you can let them prove that they can sink or swim on their own. And if they can swim and they can sail away on their own, then they can sail right alongside of you and enjoy the ride that you're on as well. And if they can't, well, you know, it doesn't mean you have to to let them sink completely. You can stay nearby and you can swoop in and lend them a hand if they have trouble treading water. But ultimately you need to set the example. You need to help be there so that you can help them find what it is that they're maybe missing and appreciated in that sense. You can be there or you cannot be there. It's all ultimately your choice. But you what you can't do is let them determine your worth. You can't let them give you value. You cannot let them tell you how much you're worth. You know, that that can lead to such awful things when we let our value lie in the hands of other people's feedback and the reward of for what we do lies in the thank you it lies in the appreciation of other people because sometimes you just might not get it and that's one of the lessons I've learned in the last few years is that I have had to make sure that I'm not doing things for the notoriety I'm not doing things for the thank you I'm not doing things for the appreciation because you might not get it and when you don't then where does that leave you? It leaves you feeling completely unfulfilled and like you've wasted your time. And if you're always letting your life satisfaction lie in the hands of the responses from other people, it's going to basically give your power away to them. It's going to give your power away to other things. It's going to give your power away to something that's outside of your control. So when you do those things, you don't do them for those reasons. You got to make sure you're doing it all for the right reasons. You know, so often we will make that mistake We do it for the sake of making people happy when we should be just doing things to make the world a better place. And I have to admit in the past, I've had these delusions of grandeur, you know, um, I've had these, these times where I thought people would actually be super grateful for the job that I was doing. And my end goal wasn't so much the end goal. It was how happy I'd make people in the end. And then when they didn't get there, it just left me in a place of just holding an empty basket. Like what the hell did I spend all this time on? And that's just a it's a very unfulfilling place to be. You know, sometimes you're hoping that people will recognize you, but more times than not they they you know, maybe a small pat on the back and and that's all you'll get and you don't get carried on people's shoulders. And if that's your expectations, you're going to be let down. You know, and I'm here to say get that right out of your head. Get it out of there for several reasons. Number 1, it's likely never going to happen that way. It's really not. You know, and number 2, You need to do it for all the right reasons. You know, you got to do it for all of the things, whatever the end result is, you need to do it for the end result and not the praise of what might come out of it. Not the value that someone else might put on what you're doing, but the value that you're going to put on what you're doing. You know, and I've talked about that earlier this season of doing things for all the right reasons. If you're doing it just to genuinely make the world a better place, you know, your whether it's your home, it's your community or the world at large, just do it because you're trying to make things better. Do it because you just want things to be at a higher level of what they were. Don't do it for the recognition. Because with that philosophy, you know, if you're seeking the approval of others and you're seeking them for validation, it's just that's what's always going to lie there. It's always going to be in something else, the next thing, an outside circumstance. And whatever, you know, I have to say the stuff that I've seen in the world, I feel like it's becoming more increasingly ungrateful. The more comfortable our world becomes, the more luxuries we have, the more instant gratification that we have between social media and cell phones and those dopamine hits that we constantly get. I feel like the world become more ungrateful and more selfish and more what can we do for me and no one else and if the world around you is going in that direction you can see how that's going to set you up for some failure it's going to set you up for hard times um it's really hard it's a hard realization to come through and i don't want people to get salty towards their fellow person um but ultimately you got to realize that the the world has a trend going in that direction how how can that how that can slow down i don't have that solution for you i just know that your reaction to it means everything so my efforts in this episode is you to know your worth, to know your value without having it lie in something on the outside. Um, But yeah, ultimately when it's all said and done, don't rely on others to tell you what you're worth. Recognize it in yourself right off the bat. Recognize your talents. Realize what sort of dedication you have, what sort of dedicated individual you are towards your goals and your cause and whatever it is you're trying to do for this world. Realize what you bring to the table as an amazing contributor to the world. Because that alone should give you enough feedback that you you need to be looking for. If you're in some sort of, I guess, really shitty circumstance and in a, a shitty job that you really hate, you you can find your worth even in that as well by being the light in whatever role that you're in. You know, they, there's a great saying that uh, one of my my mentors that I haven't had a chance to talk with in quite a while, uh, Brandon Beecham, He's a great great guy, great mentor, great philosopher, podcast host and everything, uh, brilliant guy. And I remember him responding to something I had wrote him one time and he put it on his podcast. But, uh, you know, where does a lighthouse go? You know, he, his response to what I had said when I was in a dark place and I wanted to kind of get out of where I was. I was unfulfilled in my career and everything else. And his response was, where does a lighthouse go? You know, it's it's put where it's needed. It doesn't go somewhere where it's not needed. A lighthouse goes in a place where it's, uh, you know, the seas are rough and it's a dark place and there's dangerous rocks that, uh, you know, the lighthouse needs to light up the path for other people to find their way. So, you know, really consider yourself, that's what you're for. Consider yourself the lighthouse. That's what you're here to do. You're there to light up the place that you're in. You're there to be the brightest light that you possibly can be and you're there to serve your purpose the best way you possibly can in the place that you're in, as long as you're there. And, you know, if you're wondering what your ed- exit strategy is going to be for that place that you're in and that place that you find yourself in that you might not necessarily want to be in anymore, well, that's it. It's to shine your light as bright as you possibly can. And eventually, you're going to shine so bright, you're going to have so much energy poured into that that ultimately that container that you're in is going to have to shed itself you know like uh you know happens in nature animals will, you know like in the ocean they'll, they'll jump from one shell to another when they've outgrown it and that's what you'll do in your own life you know the role that you're in the shell that you're in eventually if you just outgrow it if you've gotten so big you're gonna have to move on and you know and that, that reminds me of the story that i also heard from brandon Beacham was the story of derek Rydall, who was uh somebody i'm hoping we can connect with really soon been circling around each other but um he was an actor who had some success and found himself out of work at a certain point and he was waiting on tables in LA and he found himself waiting on people that he'd actually worked with in the show business and he felt humiliated. He, uh, it, it must've been a really tough circumstance to be with because there he was, he was somebody who was, who had a successful acting career and there he was, uh, waiting tables with people that he'd worked side by side with. And you know, he had a period of humiliation that he went through, but then ultimately That didn't get him anywhere. It wasn't changing his circumstance to feel the way that he was feeling. So he basically loved where he was. He just basically said, I got to put everything I've got into where I currently am and just be the best damn waiter that I can and have as much charisma as I can just serve people in the role that I'm in the best that I possibly can. And ultimately he, influenced people that were there they they recognized him um he came across the right path. I'm, I'm probably but it's been a few years since I've heard this story and that's why I want to have him on here to tell the, in his own words but ultimately things turned around for him and he outgrew that container and within a short amount of time he found himself back in the limelight riding on private jets and rubbing elbows with the right people just because he could have approached every single person he interacted with in that role from a ho-hum low energy standpoint which they would have been able to see but instead he approached it in just a such a high energy place because he knew his worth he knew his value and he knew that maybe he wasn't in the place that he wanted to be but he ultimately was going to pour everything that he had into it because he knew his worth and it was beyond where he was at that point he knew he was so much more valuable than where he was at But at that point, at that time, he was going to fill up that container and overflow it. And eventually he did, and the container couldn't hold him anymore, and he had to move on. And, uh, you know, that's a law of the universe. There is no choice but to make way for something bigger and grander. You have to match that energy that, uh, that you're putting out there, and it's going to raise you up. So, you know, I took that on myself at a certain point in my life about five years ago. Um, You know, I knew my worth and everything that I was doing. I had done bigger and greater things than where I had had been at. Some ventures that I was trying to get myself into didn't pan out. And I ended up in a place that I perceived as lesser than where I had been at a certain point. And I I was actually further into uh, law enforcement in a career that I did not want to be in anymore. And I found myself more immersed in it than I had ever been before. It's kind of like quicksand, you know, you struggle around in it. And you find yourself sinking down in it even more. And, you know, no matter how much I wanted to leave, no matter how much I felt like I wanted to go, it didn't help my circumstances. I didn't get myself to that other place. But then I had to realize, like, you know what? I'm here. And I heard that story and I put myself into it. I knew my value, I knew my worth, but I wasn't pouring everything I had because my heart just wasn't there. So what did I do? I put my heart in it. I put my heart in it, heart and soul, 115%. And I went into it and turned everything around. I approached every single one of my days in a better mood. I did everything I could to lift myself up and everybody else around me. And ultimately, I want to say it was maybe about like five weeks. That's all it took. I'm not saying it's going to happen that fast for everybody. But I remember pouring myself heart and soul from the point that I heard that. I want to say it was like, Early August, when I had it was on vacation, and it was early August, and I poured myself into my job when I came back from vacation. And by I think it was mid October, I was already in another job. And in that time period, I had a bunch of different opportunities. And within a, a, a one particular week where I had to make a decision, I had three different job offers and three different career paths that weren't even related to what I was doing anymore. Things shifted that quick. And it was just i took myself from i hate this job i'm miserable i need to leave this career into i'm going to be something bigger grander and greater than where i am and what i've been doing and if you keep on going down the road it's that that old saying of uh you know you keep on doing the same thing and expecting different results and that's the definition of insanity so took all those philosophies everything that i was learning from every single source that i was listening to every podcast every mentor everybody that i came across and I realized my value. I realized my worth, and then everything shifted. Everything changed within a matter of weeks, and it was insane. It was insane because it did happen so quick that blew my mind. But it was insane because they were basically like, "Here's the recipe to bake this bread," and I baked the bread. You know, I put the stuff together, I baked the bread, and it was like, "Wow, this is it worked." Like, what did you expect? It's the recipe. It's the way they say these things work, and if you apply it the right ways to your life, everything just shifts and it changes. And that's just one of the many ways that it can work out. It's one of the many, many stories that uh, that you can hear on this subject and and success stories that can come from this entire thing of shifting your energy. So bring that kind of energy to it, you know, and those shifts will happen. They can and will happen. You know, and additionally, bring yourself into whatever it is that you want to do with a sense of confidence as well, that you're exactly where you need to be. You, you know, I've even said it like backslides and everything. Maybe that's just where you need to be. Like you look at the laws of the universe and you know, I, I always say like the way that we move through our lives is kind of like the stock market and a constant trend. Hopefully you don't have a major crash, but things always rebound. That's the thing. Stock markets crash, they, they, they go through recessions and then they go through peaks and everything else. Our lives are the same way and we're undoubtedly, you know, it's a law of the universe. You're going to have to have a dip at some point. But approach even those points with a sense of confidence that you're exactly where you need to be. I'm going to learn from this experience where I'm at in this low point that I happen to be in because I know that the turnaround is very, very short time away. I know if I stay in this negative spot, it's probably going to take longer for that turnaround to happen. But the longer you're in that state, you're going to expect that state. You change your state, you put yourself in a different mindset, and that's likely when the turnaround is going to start. And that could be tomorrow. So, you know, recognize your worth and recognize things and go into it with a sense of self confidence and recognize that you're more than where you're currently at. You're more than your circumstances and know the worth that you have. And if you're not bringing that kind of an attitude to this world right now, and it's hard for you to picture that, it's hard for you to get yourself into a a good sense of confidence and a good sense of self worth. The way that I can say that you can get there is sit in silence, sit in contemplation and figure out. How you can get there. That silence is how you're going to get yourself into a flow state where your true self is actually uh, relies. It's tough because the outside world is constantly bombarding us with, with so many different things. We're thinking about money. We're thinking about finances and, and love and and life satisfaction. But to get to the places we want to be, we really have to sit in some silence and unplug from the world. And sometimes that's not going to get done in 20 minutes and a half an hour. It's not going to get done in an hour. It comes with consistency, just like it does when you go to the gym, you have to get to put yourself and put in the work and put yourself in the places and circumstances where you're going to be able to get to that place of silence and dig deep down and figure out where is my true self, who is my true self and knowing the value of that true self deep down inside. And when you do that, it's just basically like an unmatched energy that that's going to end up coming out. And that's where your best and brightest version can show itself to the world. And sometimes you can't do that on your own, I'll admit. Sometimes you do need to turn to mentors. As, as smart and motivated as as I seem to think that I am in my own self-worth, um, I've had to turn toward other people, and I've had to change my flow state, and I've had to uh, to get into a flow state. I've had to change my state, and I haven't been able to do it on my own. There was a time period right before when I'm talking about that major turnaround that I had in like 2017, 2018, that major turnaround that I had tried to do it on my own, and I needed some help. And I went to some great people who got me to some great places. Um, and if you're one of those people, I've got a great circle of, of people. So sometimes uh, I might not be able to help you, and maybe the podcast didn't get you all the way there, it planted the seed, but you need somebody else to tend to that garden, help you water it, and uh, you know, show you how to harvest that fruit. Um, hit me up. I mean, you guys can go to livethislife.org, and there is part of the webpage on there where uh, you can book some one-on-one time with me. I've got a little bit more... Open time in my life. I've always talked about how I coach people, but I don't have time for it. I've opened up some more time because some people have reached out to me and I've worked with a few people. And, um, you know, within a short amount of time, they're basically saying, like, wow, I, you know, things are going good for me. And I'm actually, uh, I'm in a place where I can kind of, you know, I, I ride behind with my hand on the bike seat, metaphorically, and uh, help them coast along. And that's the ultimate goal. I think that any coach, anybody who's reaching out to help other people, you shouldn't want a perpetual customer. You should want somebody who comes to you with a problem, you help them through that problem, and they move on. And maybe they come back to you at a later time. But this ain't the pharmaceutical industry, folks. I don't want constant customers. And you know, in my opinion, I can't, I can't stand mainstream medicine and, and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, the model of what the pharmaceutical industry does to create illness and constant customers for the sake of profit, you don't apply that to coaching, at least if you're a good coach. If you're somebody who's just money hungry and you're there for the money, uh, maybe that's what you do you keep people dangling that, that piece of cheese at the end of the string and you keep them strung along and uh trying to come back for more but that's not how i roll it's not how a lot of my mentors have rolled so if you're one of those people and you're having trouble finding the uh the motivation and digging deep and finding out you know what your purpose is and how to find your worth um you can hit me up and if i'm not your right coach i might be able to find the right person for you so there's there's some uh there's some links on the website that you guys can check that out if that's something you're interested in. So, but ultimately you have to get yourself into a flow state and know your worth to figure out maybe what the next steps are, or at least make it through the place that you're in to get you to the highest possible place possible. Um, so yeah, getting into that flow state is one of the biggest things that uh, I think can help turn your life around. And there's a lot of tools out there that'll help you get to that flow state. So um I might end it there. That's a that's a great place to end it. And I'm speaking about flow states, and this is my cheesy song tie-in for the end of the episode. But uh, I'm gonna leave you with a song from Soul Rising. It's been a while since I've actually been able to close the episodes with a song. I've been doing so many interviews and talks with uh, with Alexis and and everything else. It's kind of hard to work in our songs into the end of those episodes. But I'm gonna leave you with this one with a song from Soul Rising, one of our first artists that we featured on the show. And uh, this song is a newer one. From him from July of 2023, and it's called Flow State. Know your worth because you define it. Don't let someone else define your worth for you. And don't forget to keep living. We'll see you next time. If you are a conscious thought leader, an expert on inspiration, or have your own amazing story to tell about how you manifested your best life, we want you on the show. You can connect with us by writing to connect at LiveThisLife.org, that's C-O-N-N-E-C-T at LiveThisLife.org, or you can reach out to us through the show's Calendly page at Calendly.com forward slash live this life. Be sure to check out everything going on with the podcast at LiveThisLife.org.